downstairs. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Learning to Lose podcast. Um, Go through the ones tonight. We just finished our Sermon on the Mount meeting. Um, and uh, we're with Woody and Billy. Hello, everybody. Hi, everybody. My cousin's going to be in town. We might have her on the podcast. She can tell you about me that I don't know about me because she's known me her whole life. Like what? Like you? Like when you were a kid? Well, she, she I wasn't a kid, but she's younger than me. She's 30-something, 7-ish, 8-ish, something. But she's known me her whole life. I don't know. little Billy history might be fun. Uh, she's kind of a fun person, too. Mm. Plus, her story's crazy. Her dad was, he's my uncle, Uncle Burpee, the alcoholic that lives in Thousand Oaks. Oh. Uh. That lost everything. So what was it about Woody that you wanted to talk about? Well, it was a good podcast. Too bad you didn't hear it because it might, might have blew your head up a little bit. But he did tell a story about his father, which I thought was pretty interesting because it's real life, real life, real life Woody history, which we don't know much about. Yeah, we got into um, <clears throat> talking about we got into talking about the family disease and how Caleb's relationship with his father's progressed and evolved and oh yeah you know and then i i shared a little bit about where i came from and my dad too oh yeah and then something about his dad's always at the groups on thursday night or something yeah i kind of recall all that yeah yeah and um Uh, what happened? I just, I just, I just logged into the Learning to Lose TikTok and just like got hit with like a Rudy post. Yeah, that Cause, happened because I didn't, I hadn't, I haven't like unfollowed her yet from Learning to Lose, and I got hit with like, you know, one of her, like her, like kind of like a, you know, making fun of me a little bit. Which is fine. I mean, because I kind of, yesterday I kind of made a mistake and I like threatened Sus out of anger and I apologize today. But before, right after we got off the phone, like she went and did a post or something about, you know, me threatening to expose him. Um, so I'm a little fucked up over that. But I mean, whatever. Not really. She's always made fun of me, but I guess it was in like a joking way. Now she's like really making fun of me. <laughs> which, <laughs> which, which, like, now yeah. she's like out there, like, really. And it's just crazy to think, like, after all we've been through, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be able to like make fun of her in like a, in like a, after everything we've been through and after how much I care about her, I would only be able to like speak the truth about what happened and just say like, I care about her. And In some ways for 15 minutes, she's going to love it. Cause all the attention's on her right now. Mm. Yeah. But it gets lonely. I know. Hopefully she'll be okay and everyone will make amends and things will proceed. Hopefully. So maybe we shouldn't do any posts about it for a little while. Well, she does love attention, right? So. Mm. Mm. 
Interesting. There's like no real, there's not like a quick way to um, explain what happened. That's why I'm going to make like a full explanation YouTube video and then I'll start talking about it once I have that because it's like a, it's hard to just say what happened in like one minute without saying something that's like can be misunderstood. That's true. Yeah, I've been holding back calling her. I just like want to call her and be like, what are you doing, dude? Mm. But I sent her a text. Of course, she didn't respond. I just like, are you okay? Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, overall, at the end, that's what we're all concerned. Like, well, yeah, she'll be fine until I didn't know. I didn't know she was with somebody sober or any of that. I hadn't, you know, it is definitely. I mean, she'll be fine until that relationship reaches its yeah breaking point and then maybe she'll be alone and I don't know if she'll find a job or I feel like if I were a betting man she'll probably end up back in Florida with her mom at the end of all this probably how long do you think it's going to take it's just crazy to me that like people don't recognize like what and i'm like a, i get it i'm like a guilty of this too like everyone's looking to ride the wave like the the little wave that will end like she's got some like attention and some but like she's there's nothing behind it there's no like what are you what are you going to use your social media to to promote what's or, your message or what are you trying to accomplish right like we, I have like the podcast. Yeah, we're going again. Um, yeah, it's just gonna. Some, it's just you know, this is, you know, losing somebody. This has happened before with with multiple with different people. In my, I mean, it's like a reoccurring thing. I don't really know if there's any way to protect myself from it. Seth, Mike, Nate. Nate was a tough one, dude. Wickham, Rudy. And then Rudy came back, Wickham came back, and now Rudy again. Different people that I've worked with, Xander, that I've gotten close to that have just like left on bad terms. Uh, it's a hard, it's like hard to walk through it. But like, it gets easy after like the first couple weeks. But the first couple days are really hard. And I've like, I've like built her social media. I've like, I've like built her brand with her, started it and had her become, and then like the people that are, that's the danger behind like building up people around you is that if they leave you, they have, I don't know. What do they have? followers that they can you know that they, they, they get the haters will will join them mm. yeah you know uh go to the dark side i don't know <clears throat> whatever <clears throat> can i ask a question last, so this though, is a thing 
Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. like sitting here and I see it. Yeah, no. And I'm can't. like, dude, like I know deep down she's gotta be freaking out at some point during the day. Like it's her twenty fifth birthday today. Happy birthday, oh, Rudy. Wow. But I was looking on I it came up on my TikTok and it was just her in his apartment and he was at work and nobody was there and she was just bored. Really? Yeah, and I'm like, dude, like after being around so many people for so long and like getting a family, it's almost against the human nature to be like, I wonder what they're doing where I feel like mm. I'm, you know, not mm -hmm. a part of something right now. And like, what's my next move? Mm -hmm. That's what I would be like. Yeah. And I don't want to be in a place where I'm like hoping she doesn't do good. That's the, yeah, that's what I was going to ask about. Like, how do you really feel? Do you feel angry or do you feel sad or do you want think of revenge? I mean, of course you don't want that. I have like that so thought? many different emotions, you know, like there'll be a moment where I'll feel like jealous or angry that she has, you know, that she's like has the following because like I helped her build that. And then now she's using it against me in some way. But like, not really. I mean, she's not going that hard. No. Which is cool. How so, do you, how do you feel, Woody? Are you sad, mad, revenge? What what kind of thoughts? But do you I have? was still I was still answering. Oh, you were still answering. Yeah, I was okay. saying that I have moments of feeling that way, and then I think about what I'm supposed to do and what I'm supposed to feel, which is like nothing really. It's all good. Whatever happens is supposed to happen. I just need to keep focusing on what I'm doing, and it's a, it's a similar. Like I walked through this with that LMFAO group in like a big way where I like went super out of my way to help them. And then they got really big and started acting like selfishly and didn't repay, didn't like, they just totally forgot about me and hyper crush. And I was like upset about it and it was hard to walk through that, but it's not like looking at other people isn't compare like looking we should just only be focusing on ourselves like I, I, like we're doing the podcast there's a lot there's people in the house we just did the meeting you know I'm working on the show which is coming together yeah got my wife who I love and it's so funny because she spent the past 6 months of her life like looking up to us as role models, like out, like saying straight up, like, I want what you guys have. But then when it came down to her doing what we did or taking our advice, like there came a, there came a point where she just wasn't willing to look at, the stuff that we were trying to point out to her, you know, do you think that was the trigger pulling her covers on specific things that she just wasn't ready? You think that was the impetus of the whole, of course. Yeah. Like that going was it. From it wasn't like working for you and being in the house and she finally got fed up. It was like specifically, I don't want to look at this. I'm out of here. hundred percent. Well, specifically oh. like going from like being in love with Shane to like a week later wanting to be in a relationship with us. Right. And before Nico. that, and before that, she. Oh, look at Nico's still Jared's sponsor. I can't believe that she wrote that. <laughs> Is that off? 
I don't you think she noticed Abby it. And just tell and ask her why she wrote Nico's name on the board. That's not. It might have went over her head yesterday. Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think she. I think she knows. She just maybe thought his name was Sus. <laughs> yeah, and like hit like like Sus like in the videos is like pretty funny, huh? Yeah, he yeah he kind of made me laugh, dude. Oh, did not he? gonna lie, but oh, like, what did he say? Uh, he was just like, yeah, Pat. Thank you. The more following I get, the be- the more successful I'm gonna be. I thought that was kind of cheesy, but. They're just like trying to play this like couples dynamic on TikTok. Like uh, she's like shifting from being at Ridge and being a part, you know, of this brand in your life to like now she's shifting to couples of TikTok and she's trying to do like cheesy couple stuff. Uh-huh. And it's you know. They're both really talented. If you if you watched it, you you would think that they've been together for a while, but Right. You know, they What? Yeah, no, just erase it. Nico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you not think about that? Uh, yeah, I don't. I did think about it, but I, I don't know. You didn't know if he was still. Yeah, I thought he was. You know, yeah, that guy's that guy's not in a position to be sponsoring. I mean, a person like that shouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, I agree. He doesn't have the right like frame of mind to be working with people in the house. So, so the dynamic is like, she's like needy and he's like, get away. Is that what it is? (laughs) No, 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 no. They're just like, they, they try to, they try to portray this like charisma that they have that is almost impossible to develop after two weeks. Mm -hmm. And I should have known the, the writing was on the wall. Um, he was up late at night talking to her, giving her advice on sobriety. I'm like, why aren't you talking to your sponsor? And then she goes in on me like, Woody, I'm so sick of taking direction from you. And it's like, well, why didn't you tell me she was on the phone with him? I thought I did. Huh? But I don't yeah, think so. I was talking to my therapist today and he was like, yeah, you should have pulled like, what's, what's our part and where, where, where can we learn from this? You know? Yeah. Well, one thing is you're not going to control somebody if they're not willing to look at their shit. I think right. that was the final straw. And that's the bottom line. Like, yeah. so can I get a LaCroix yeah. in the fridge, I think? I hope. But maybe they're not. So, How do yeah. you feel, Woody? I mean, like, I don't want to know, like, the logical answer. I want to know feelings. Like, what are the feelings? Like, I would get revenge feelings. I you, would feel you really, like... You really want to know? Yeah. Um, That's what I'm interested in people's feelings. Yeah, no, no, like, no. I don't want to hear what people want to hear. I want to hear what's really going on. Bottom line, I know her relationship with Pat, and I was in, I was in the position where I, I wanted to tell him, and it sucked to tell him. Because I almost feel like I had a role in, pull, in like pulling her co- covers to make her leave. Oh, to tell me. I don't think he knows what you're talking about. Yeah, so we were at Agora Deli. And um, conversation of Rudy got brought up or, or sus or somebody. And I was like, yeah, they're living together. You know what I mean? And I had no idea that he like unfollowed her and stuff. And that <clears throat> he had talked to sus and Rudy the day before. And um, he's like, bro, why'd you tell me that? Hmm. 
then I was like, dude, am I just, am I telling him this because I want to start some shit or am I telling them him this because I think he needs to know. I feel like he would have found out as soon as he came home anyway. But, um, yeah, I feel bad. I know their relationship. She was, she was like a daughter to him and, um, I guess maybe sucks. more like a little sister, little sister would yeah. probably be the. Or I don't know though. It was yeah, yeah, like a little sister. Yeah, like where I'm like sort of like the role model. Yeah. But I look up to you guys too. I look up I look up to you guys the same way. And um it's so funny cuz when she showed up at that meeting, the first time we saw her, mm-hmm. I didn't even recognize her and she was like she wasn't looking attractive like she does now. Mm. Not at all. Right. And she really went through a whole like healing kind of process where she's an attractive like girl and kind of standing on her own two feet sort of until now and uh that was only less than a year ago was that like a year ago that was a that Dude, was she a year had ago. the dopest job yeah ever she would like hang out at the house and make espressos and play with the dogs and yeah, the pink cloud, this pink cloud of like being out of the sober living, like with a guy, like that pink cloud's gonna go away. And I just, it's like, on one hand, a part of me is like, yeah, like I want her to feel that. And on the other hand, a part of me is like, you get what you deserve, like you built. Like, you make your bed, and then you have to sleep in it. Like, so she didn't fully make her bed. Like, she basically left the bed without a mattress. Yeah. So she's... So it's like... And then that just goes to show that, like, if you build your world... If you build the world around you, and you you take the time and the energy to do it right, like, you can have a full, happy life. And I'm just, like... I just want to get to a place where I'm like, I'm moving on. Right. And I was like there today and then like I saw that and it kind of, but I'm good. I think, you know? Yeah. I mean, how could I not, why would I spend my time tripping on her when I have like Veronica, you know? And all you guys, like we have, like the family, the family's here. Did she ever call you baby one eye? Mm -hmm. Did you ever hear her call you baby one eye? She called me baby one eye? Yeah, she's like the baby one, the one eye baby. Oh, Caleb. Oh my God. Well, no, but she said it as like a joke, like at dinner. And it was just, she just. That's the thing that's that sucks the most is that we had like I don't think anybody like understood like my humor the way she did. You guys had a whole different language. Yeah. She like adopted all my like sayings and my phrases and Merch merch. Yeah. Chingatumats. Shut your fucking word. Yeah, that she called Veronica Brinichnich. Like she was always saying all that stuff and acting like me and i mean bro like look at this this shit will like she just turned 25 though mm-hmm. you know i was supposed to go to her birthday party 
Well, it's at Sus's where, house. Where was her birthday party? Uh, Veronica was going to have something for it, and I just wanted to go. Damn, 113,000 views. Well, because we were on vacation. Oh. It's almost sad. It's like pretty like... It's like a sad video like now that... Like I kind of like cried a little bit when I watched that the other day. I just had this weird thought. You know how this all kind of launched with that that little movie you guys made? Uh She lost it and killed you guys? Uh Uh-huh. Maybe we could make another one where she really we play into this, right? Uh-huh. And then and she and then we make it like believable and real. Oh, like Oh bro. Yeah, because just, now she's separate, what? you know. It's Lisa give us a project to it's, do. It's 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 all about Nico right now. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. So like did you unfollow her? No, because I would thought I'm screen grabbing. Which I need um, you to turn my audio on on my phone. Yeah, why unless you is want that me to not... unfollow her. No, like I don't need to. We don't need to continue to talk about it to screen grab. Like we don't need to continue. Like I just wanted those first initial. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Bye, Rudy. Bye, goodbye, Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Rudy. All right. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I love her. I loved her. Yeah. Do you still love her? Of course. I hope she comes back. Yeah, I don't think she I don't think she's going to be I don't think she The thing about that is that like Not with the love thing happening. Well, I mean, if that ends. Yeah, the problem with her coming back is she's not going to have a job. Yeah. So I don't know how she's going to she 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 would never be willing to pay for her. I don't know. Like Veronica's like actually not down to hire her again. And I wouldn't either. Like that's the thing is I almost feel like she's gone, man. There might be some friend stuff in the Potentially in the future, but um, so Woody's wow, I don't know. I feel like this is kind of a big, a big subject. I don't it want is. to just move on so quickly if if we don't if we I don't want to force it. What Dude, do you think? Billy? We've all been through a fucking. Do you know what I went through with you through through Rudy? Right. All that shit. I mean, it's some yeah. narnar. Yeah, we've all been <laughs> through some narnar, narnar, right? Yeah, yeah. She's definitely like, caused whew. a lot of wreckage, and I and and I can't imagine that that Sus isn't gonna feel it. Oh, he doesn't know what's coming. <laughs> I don't think he's like equipped right. to like deal. What if he destroy? What if she destroys him? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's a little late for that. It's, 
I don't even remember this guy. I think I met him before, though. He's a goner. Whatever. Hey, maybe they'll have a good time, and, and life will be good, and they'll be rich and famous like they want. Maybe. Can I hop on that? Yeah. Oh, maybe Caleb. What do you mean he's a goner? Yeah, like like, he, like he's like the kind of guy like you know you have your friends that get a girlfriend and it's like okay peace dude see you in two years right you know what I mean he's a goner oh like that later dude work friendships all of it he's fucked right you know what I mean it's so crazy dude I have that shit too that sex and love addiction weird shit like it just pop it just takes yeah. takes you for a ride I'm finally like to the point where I don't need that you know there was a good three years in my life where i had multiple relationships at the same time Mm. i felt like i needed it huh interesting it's like the weird i guess the weirdest part for me is having like like thousands of people like watching yeah to picking a side that's the part that's like hard for me to like digest you know yeah yeah i feel like it would be so much easier like the comment i saw was why aren't you answering the question about rudy and it's like i don't want to give it any airtime yeah that's why and i'm not going to that's what she wants Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Right. That's what she wants. She almost like played her card. Like she played it first. You know what I mean? She was like waiting for you yeah, to I'm clap not... back. And it's like, yeah. if you clap back, then it's going to get messy and it's going to blow up for 15 <sighs> seconds. And that's exactly what she wants. Right. Yeah. And what's so weird is like five years ago or when I was a human being, this it's all about social media. That's all anyone gives a fuck about. That's all she cares about. That's all we're talking about. Like, not all, but you know, it's such a big part of it. What a bizarro world we're living in. It's like definitely 2021. It's, yeah, but. but like for me to have been able to have seen that and played yeah. on that and used that for good. So now there are other people. So it's like, I'm not, I don't give a fuck what anyone's doing on social media. Not even Gary V. I mean, not really. I mean, he says some shit sometimes that like I hear. We're making the people are watching us, and what we're saying to them is something that could help them in their life. That's cool. I wonder if Paul would be down for us to discuss that at some point. Boy, he looked up, bro, and he wasn't calming down. And I didn't even try to like hurt his feelings. I know. You like, don't. I, I, how good did we deal with that, though? Thanks, right? Pat, because he was like, he lost it. I didn't realize I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying. trying to like get through to him. Like, dude, I, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. And he just kept going hard. He's just getting worse. You know who he's mad at when he's doing that, right? His old sponsor himself. Oh, he's like, get the more he like, the more angry he gets, the more ashamed he is of being that way. And then the more angry he, he has to like, he's trying to like, explain himself while he's going off on yeah and i even told him i said bro when you go in there and make amends do it with humility and he like didn't yeah he like stood up like i'm sorry right that's an example of an it's like he only knows how to speak to people the way that big frank spoke so he had a sponsor that was like really like 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 his sponsor is like that all the time 
Yeah. And, and I don't, for people who don't know, he's like 6'4, black dude, tatted up, oh. fucking he, Oh, oh, Paul. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, he's a big guy and he's an ex thug. I mean, he would just, that was his thing, knocking people out. That was his thing. Yeah, I, I want to tell you Jordan, that. Jordan, because Jordan, like, had to leave the room. Yeah, he got up and he was like, I got to leave. He looked at me, he's like, just shook his head and he had to get up there pretty quick. A couple yeah. people left. Uh, Sapphire left. And I'm starting to think, fuck, I've been through this before. Because you know about me getting my head pounded by the... I'm sorry to bring up race, but the three black dudes until I was convulsing in the street for I don't even know what the fuck. Okay, so basically, just so you guys understand, what we're talking about is we just had a Sermon on the Mount podcast. Or, we just had the Sermon on the Mount meeting. And one of the guys, Big Paul, he's this um, you know big tattooed black dude that is really awesome. Sponsors. Yeah, I st- I'm not ups- I'm glad he apologized because I like Paul. Yeah, so he came here. I respect Paul. So he, but he shares a lot. Don't you feel like sometimes he's sort of taken over the meeting? But I didn't even try to do that. I just figured. No, because- I'm glad you said something. And I told him afterwards. I said, "Bro, no, I didn't even mean it like Billy's that." Billy's like scared to like enforce the rules, and you just made it even harder for him to do that. Yeah, welcome to my life, Billy. I'm not scared to enforce the rules, but it's like they start happening, and then I don't want it to get more chaotic. You're, so you, I say you, something. You, but I thought Paul was one of the pillars. Like I could say something to you. I could say something to Sam, Woody. They're like there to take the hit. And because that's what, he saw that. So he saw, he saw that he needs to be able to take a pull-up better. And I told him outside, I said, bro, just because other people are doing crosstalk doesn't make it okay for you to. He's like, I know, I see, I see. And I thought him being one of the kind of the core, what do you call them, like the pillars? Yeah. I thought, you know. Staples. Uh, I, you can give him a pull-up, right? Anyway, fuck. I never saw him. He was, he was angry. I'm glad you took him outside and talked to him. I didn't know what, I couldn't, I couldn't de-escalate. He wasn't listening. Yeah. So what was shared about after he left? <sighs> A few people shared on that, and then, um, I don't know, were you there, Caleb? I forget. I was a little bit in shock. I'm like, fuck, dude, what's what's going on here? After that, I started setting up the podcast. Oh, Do you yeah. even know what the shirt is that you're wearing? I don't. It's like it's the dope, dopest band on the earth, okay? It's, there, it's They Might Be Giants. It's a band from Brooklyn. Like they're these two guys, and they started out as like an indie college group that like not a lot of people knew about. But they are so talented, and that's like this exclusive shirt you can only get if you're a part of their fan club. And it's like secret. That's why some of it's hidden because it's like a secret. Yeah. So they're cool. You should check them out one day. But like they're like fish or like Ween. They're like the kind of band that's like really – or like Frank Zappa. They're like a band that's like – a lot of their shit isn't like good, but some of it's amazing. They're just like artists that like do experimental stuff, you know, but some of it's like amazing. So what were you going to say? Oh, um, you just yeah, so did it. you want to speak on the Rudy thing or something or you just want to join in? Pull up to the mic. Really fucked up these last couple of days. Mm. Like I broke oh. down in therapy today. 
Oh, really? What do you mean, like sad, you mean? Yeah. Or? Um, I'd opened up to Rudy about a lot of um, a lot of stuff that I haven't even talked to. Like, I've only talked to Paul and Jason about it. Um, we, we've been really close um, since the house opened. She's one of my best friends. And it sucks to see somebody leave that you care so much about over something so... Damaging, especially Wait. for her. Damn, Mike, is it is it up now? Yeah, you're on. Okay, I'm so sorry, guys. You got to run that back. Okay. So so so, dude, your mic was all the way. You told me to turn down three. Oh yeah, because the buzzing. So Caleb was just talking about how he has been affected by the Rudy thing, and yeah, I broke down today at IOP. Um, I had a therapy session and. I've been holding in a lot of this. Like, I've called Michaelis about it. I've called Jason about it. Talked to you guys about it. Um, just really hard to deal with right now. She's one of my best friends. I've opened up to her with things that I really haven't told anybody besides my sponsor. Um, this is where the structure gets hard. She's, this, is, this is where it gets hard because she can't... She, she's not in a place to be an example of like what we want graduates to look like and the percentage the percentage of people that come to this house that actually graduate is going to be like probably low so but like the percentage of people who stay sober that graduate will be high yeah but like it's not going to be easy to graduate but i definitely do think i don't what do i know i've never gra- i've never no one's ever graduated yet what do I know? But I think the top, the first five people on that list are probably going to graduate. Caleb, Johnny, Carter, Madison. I mean, Jordan, I think, I don't know. What do you think? I hope he does. Yeah, that's the thing is you, I, w- I would have fucking for sure thought Rudy would. I feel like but if Jordan does it, it's it's gonna pro- to be to prove a point. But that's the thing about this is like you can't. You're gonna have to 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 deal with the stuff. You're gonna have to walk through it and, and face it. And 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 if you aren't willing to do that, you're not going to graduate. And Rudy didn't want to deal with her stuff. Yeah. It's it's not easy, like being here, being in the hot seat. Um, here's what it is. We tried to hold on to our old ideas and the result was nil until we let go. Absolutely. You know that Billy? So there are some parts of us that we just don't want to let go of. I was thinking that. And also it's a tool for her that works. Right. Why would you give that up? Well, she, cause she hasn't hit a bottom yeah. with it yet. But I, I, that's that's kind of sad. I didn't think of that because you guys are been in this house together a long time, and you Dude, they, formed they, a relationship. They, yeah, they've been in the house together the longest, and with Jordan, that issue with her is so tied into her identity that she's willing to give up everybody she loves to keep it. Yeah, that's fucking fire. Now we're getting into it. Plus, yeah, it, it, that particular subject gets you really high i mean you get real high for a little while and it's yeah until you don't 
Until you don't, yeah. But still, uh, uh, yeah. Until it feels like a chore. <sighs> anyway, yeah. And I don't know, but God bless. And um, I don't think we've seen the last of her. But Jordan... But here's the, here's the problem. Like, I need to start protecting myself yeah. better from people. And I'm on this tip where I'm like, oh, I'll forgive everyone. I'll let everyone in. Because I forget how bad it hurts when they leave. Yeah, but you you will do it again. I know. Yeah, it's just what you do. <laughs> yeah. You'll get over it. That's why, because because the pain when they leave is short-lived. And I feel like tomorrow I'll be f- totally fine. Meaning like the yesterday it was hard because there's been these little flare-ups. There's been flare-ups. Like finding out she was living with sus, sus not responding to me, seeing their posts. And I feel like the posts are like almost like a direct, it's so obvious what she's doing. She's like screaming, like, look at me. She's baiting. Baiting. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. Strike. I'm okay. She's baiting Pat. I'm okay. Look at me. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm going to be fine. And it's like, I really hope that she is fine, but like. I, I don't mean, think she's going to be fine. When That's you a had, problem. But yeah. yeah. When you had friends leave sober living, what do you like? How did you should like, talk? You should talk to Prosser about that. Every single best friend he had in that house left. Yeah. Cause like in my, like, I guess wake of wreckage, like I was always the one to leave. So this is what you need to do, right? You need to lean on the people who are still here. It's hard to lean on some of the people here, though, dude. Like Jordan's Johnny. Johnny's on reflections. Carter, I know, but like Shane and Johnny and Carter, and 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 Madison. Like, there's some cool. There's some good people here. That, and I like, have been leaning on some of them, but like the dude that I usually lean on has been like. So were you leaning on Rudy? A little bit, yeah. That's where you fucked up, bro. I mean, dude, like. No, not necessarily. You're supposed to lean on everyone. Yeah, so you're... Caleb's bummed out right now because Jordan is, is like got a resentment or something with you, huh? I don't know with me or if it's with the house or like the program. He's just like kind of out of it. You know what it is, bro? He's struggling with his job and his finances and baby mom, and he's going through his own stuff that doesn't have to do with you. So that's where I you. Know. I'm trying to be there for him though, but he like pushes me away. Okay, cool. Well, this is a good thing for us to talk about, like on a group level. Yeah, because I know he really cares about you. Yeah, and if you like, if you watch him, he's you know he's kind of act. He's like living his life off instinct right now, rather than just like being calm and just like rolling with the punches. I don't know. Dude, we all go through it, man. And fuck, you got a job, you got a kid, you got a baby mom. That's a lot. That's a lot more than a lot of people. I in this do house it. Have. I do it too. That's why I could recognize it. I do that more than anybody. I and do. pending cases. I mean, there's a I lot. I did it last week. He you seems. Know? He seems pretty calm, though. Yeah. You know. I mean, like what? What specifically is he doing that's bug- bugging you? He like isolates now yeah like he'll just like sit in his room and watch tv he won't like hang out with us 
Um, he kind of flipped out on me last week, which really bummed me out. So like, go like chill with like any of the other people that are chilling. You know I, what I mean? I have been. I White fucking and I, a lot of people here. Dude. I know White and I. I don't know if you saw the video, but we were in the garage the other day. Yeah. Just. Just start around it was dope. And then you you know, that's the thing is you have an opportunity to build meaningful relationships with other people in the house and it's like it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard because people are gonna come and they're gonna go. They are. Yeah, but I almost like to see Caleb vulnerable right now in yeah. a weird way because you just seem humble, bro, which is like the exact opposite of the way I met you. I feel like even our relationships evolved this past week. Yeah. And like, let's just be honest for a second. Like I've been kind of reflecting on like my relationship with Rudy and how much she's able to really show up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's with like comedy and like surface level comforting things. Like, cause she's not really doing the, doing the work herself in the on like a real 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 level so i just i'm looking back on all the like actual moments that we've had together and and how were they were they real were they really deep were they or were they just like a version of her like attention seeking or validation or like comedy or you know um i think she wants to connect but like doesn't truly know how like I remember multiple times where she just like hugged me in the kitchen and just wanted to like express her gratitude or, you know, oh, it makes me so, it's such a, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. I mean, it'd be one thing, like I understand leaving, like I get it, but like to pretend like it doesn't even affect you, that's the weird part about it. It kind of stings more than like the, I don't know. I went from being really like, put your mic closer. It's a defense mechanism. But when you move it, just be careful. Cause it, yeah, <laughs> we just, I can it. relate with it a little bit too. Go ahead. I went from being like sad to resentful and like angry to like sad. Like I'm, it's like a roller coaster, right? Yeah. But yeah. The- but it's like a, it's like what girls do. They like, break up with a guy or they leave like a relationship and they post on social media. Like I'm all good with my new man. Everything's chill. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. And it's funny cause me and Veronica posted the real. Yeah. You know what and I mean? That's and it. She's and we not kept doing it. That. Yeah. We kept it real. And it's like, yeah, we do care about you. Yep. And we're sad you left. And she's like, I'm all good. Fuck them. Fuck. Yeah. I want to go to the gas station. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> she was in her video. She's like, I don't want to have to ask permission to go to the gas station. Right. Or something like that. That's funny. It's <sighs> all good. I can relate a little bit too. Cause with my ex, you know, she was over me, but I was still raising our kid <sighs> and like, she'll probably disagree with this, but I was supporting them and she found a man and I could see her. She was like a schoolgirl in love. She's like wanting to show me pictures and shit. Wow. And I'm just like, and that's fucking gnarly. Yeah, it's gnarly. And now they're together. She finally got her own place and moved him in. And he's came from Canada, Canada, Canada. Yeah. Don't you know? And he's there. You guys are like, he shouldn't have trolled me. Cause I might've been a little cooler about it, but 
you know, when people say stupid shit online about someone they don't even know, it's kind of like lame, kind of just lose respect a little bit. Anyway, whatever. I just hope, you know, it's good and my daughter's good. And you said, like, that's what girls do. Like, she wasn't, I don't know. I didn't see her just, like, as a girl. I saw her, like, as a friend. Yeah, my friends that are girls do the same shit. (laughs) Like, yeah. (laughs) You know, like, I'm just saying, bro. Like, doesn't mean she's not your friend. Yeah. But she's doing it right now. So you're not allowed to have contact with her now? We're on non-com. For how long? Uh, Until I graduate. Caleb's heart broke over Rudy. I'm heart broke over oh no Woody. Rudy. <laughs> Rudy, you're breaking hearts. Poor Caleb. Just caught in the crossfires. Right. It's gonna happen again though. Yeah, dude. People leave your life. And again and, it and sucks. again. I just haven't like experienced it really like sober. Like people leaving. Can you get the exterminator back out here? I feel like there's bugs in my ears. <laughs> in my hair. There's bugs yeah. in my hair. Did you, well, guys, you guys feel that at all? It might be no. like a psychiatrist thing. <laughs> <laughs> but like, can you get the exterminator back out here? Yeah, I got you. I well, just want to make sure that like the flies. Well, the well there's one. There's one thing that you have a mosquito uh, nursery in that fountain, so you have like oh, probably ten times fountain. the mosquitoes you need to have. Why wouldn't you tell me that? I told Greg. He said he'd take care of it. Oh, and Greg. I think Greg asked me to talk to the pool guy, but our pool guy got switched. Can you guys handle this? Yeah. Yep. But um, if you're going to do the natural habitat thing, I think we should ahead. turn that natural instead of chlorinate it. But let's, whatever. Let's go ahead and put this on a list. They also, uh, when the exterminator came, he said it might be the plants in the house. It's not. There's a certain kind of bug from the plants in the house, and that's not what's... Oh, okay. They're these little gnats. The mildew gnats? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. He said if it wasn't the plants, then we'd have to get a plumber out here. Look at the. It's not a fucking plumber. It's a fucking mosquito swamp in in the front of the house. Well, he said that like a pipe may be like leaking a little bit, like in the crawl space or something too, because it's not as bad upstairs. Do we even have a crawl space? We do. Mm, well, if there's a leak, that's you better check that out because that's a slow rot problem that you're gonna really pay for in the long run. Yeah. So you should probably have it inspected. The plumbing. So where? Yeah. I just started a. I just thought of a song for some reason. You guys know this song? No clue. Who is it? Sounds familiar. Religion. Children are hoping for a heart attack. If I could fly high above the world. I would see a bunch of living dots spell the world's stupidity. Oh, yeah, 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 here we go. I think we should get off the sad boy shit now. Sometimes truth is stranger than fiction. Life, this is like what you say. Life is the crummiest book I ever read. There isn't a hook 
Just a lot of cheap shots, pictures to shock, and characters an amateur would never dream up. Sometimes truth is stranger than fiction. Billy shared earlier today at the meeting, he's like, life just sucks. What'd you say? Life is, it's all bad. It just feels like there's always hard stuff to walk through. It's all bad unless you just put some happy background music to it. Just a gift. Hard shit is going to happen all the time. I'm just, I'm at the point where I feel like I've been through so much with these people that it's like, it's in, it's crazy, bro. I've never been through this much with people in my life. Right. You Knowing these people for like five months, dude. Yeah, and you know what, dude? It's nuts. It's like being in the military. I got to be honest with you, bro. This is your calling, I think, because you're really good at it. Damn. Nah. <laughs> like, I, 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 I feel like you obviously wouldn't have wanted to work here if you didn't kind of feel drawn to it. And like, if you weren't good at it and you didn't understand the structure and you didn't understand that we're supposed to be leaning into all the things that you see that are off, which are a lot, like you see pretty much everything. Like you see it. Yeah. But like, I'm, I almost feel like fucked up about it sometimes. Cause like, Oh, dude, I have, like I get envious of you because you see the good in everybody, which is probably why like mm. you get burned, right? Oh, because <clears throat> you see the bad, and I, I like, I go into everything like my walls up. Um. Like even when I like first started working here, like with you and like with everybody, I felt like I even like I, like getting close at a distance. You yeah. know what I mean? <coughs> it's a perfect partnership yeah because like you see the flaws and you see the bad and you would have left if i didn't see the good in you yeah because you were catastrophizing and dramatizing me and everything in the social media and like this is gonna crash and burn and there's a lot going on you would have left if i didn't like it's a good it's a good um it's a good like yin yang yeah yeah so and that it kept me up like on thursday night after we had the conversation with rudy um at the peer level i i was up at fucking 3 a.m dude i texted michaelis like bro do i go too hard like i feel like i only look for like the sleazy shit and like something said like i had a feeling that she was gonna do that Mm -hmm. so i was like fuck dude like this one is like this one's big time, you know, because she is so tied in with everybody. Well, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. But I like wanted her to be, you know, I wanted it. I wanted to almost make it easier for her. And then Michaelis is like, nah, fuck that. She's off. I was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I definitely second. I have moments where I second guess some stuff too, but then like <clears throat> I process it with Michaelis and you know, 
think of talk it through logically and it's just like goes back to that thing that Michaelis was talking about with Larry the the struggles that he had with Liberty House because he knew that like like what you talk about like it's not not everybody needs this but everyone will benefit from it but having to let certain people go that you know might not have needed it is hard. Does that make sense? They might not have needed it. Yeah, like for certain, if certain people don't need this much, and oh, they leave, I see. this particular structure. You, you have to let them go because you can't compromise it for the people that don't need it. Yeah, yeah, you need it to be a certain thing for the people who do need oh, it. Oh, I see the structure. Like maybe tame it a little bit yeah, or something. You can't you, you? I mean, we've done it as much as it can possibly be done. Tamed it. Yeah, oh, yeah. like flexed a little bit with it, you know. But whereas, like in a place like Liberty House, like they don't flex at all. Well, you know, it's and gonna somebody be like Jordan would have not even still been here if it wasn't for. And neither would Caleb because he. They would have just not. Dealt yeah. with him. I mean, we look at ourselves at a fucking molecular level, dude. Yeah, and that's why I feel a little. I feel a little bit for Rudy because she might have more shit than a lot of people. Like, well, but that's that's not like you shouldn't feel that. That would mean that she probably should needed this. She needs this. You even said so before she came here. Well, she yeah, I lived with her. Like yeah, she has the really problem, turned around in a few months. The uh, problem is that like her mom doesn't see how the love and the relationship thing is connected to the alcoholism thing. That's the biggest problem. Her mom doesn't see it. No, nope. who cares yeah. what her mom sees? I mean, Rudy does. Rudy, she's gonna Which get the answer why she, she wants. The way she is from her mom. So that's the biggest problem, and that's the person I'm probably the most upset with. Yeah, I was thinking about Rudy's mom today when I went to get food. Because she just co-signed the whole thing. Yeah. It's a family disease. Yeah. Which is so crazy to me because, like, the definition of insanity is trying the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And I guess, I guess that, I guess like having a healthy relationship does require, you know, a few different ones, but like, and I guess in her mom's defense, like she was with Reed and then, and then that was it. So she hasn't really tried multiple relationships. So maybe this one will work, but like the patterns are still there. The behavior is still there. Yeah. Mom probably doesn't see it as well as we do because you know, she's not privy to it. She's not around it. She's either at home or he just bumped me up on my last TikTok. Posted it to his Instagram story. I was like, thanks, bro. Anyway, I feel like, I feel like the more we talk about it, we got to do it, but we're feeding into what she once and which is not what she yeah, needs. But this should is we a, like go yeah, around is, and if see, any of us is a different platform what if any of us have like a message for rudy we could say it almost like 
Caleb's fucking. He's well, going I just think through that, it. Like, dude. I just think that the important thing is to know that like we all love her yeah. and that we're not angry at her. And we hope she makes it. And, like, I don't want this to turn into some, like, fight or some, like, vindictive thing. And I'm actually, like, glad that she hasn't gone there with it, you know? Yeah. But the story will be told uh, yeah. on the podcast here right now and then also on the in the show. But that's with anybody involved. No. Not with your, no, with, like, your life, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, not anybody, just, like, certain players. Yeah. Like Johnny. Oh, I'm not talking about the house. You know? Oh, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, dude, like, like Billy's a, whole journey has been. I know the deal, you know? Mm-hmm. So what's, go, what's, the, what's the story with your dad? I feel like that's a weird transition, but... Uh, <sighs> we gotta, I, let I me was, just set the scene. The last podcast, you got a lot of props. These people who respect you, you can tell it was real, right? And that's why I could relate to Rudy, dude, because, like, you called her your daughter or whatever, this, that, and the You know, like, I get it, but I almost, like, I wouldn't say a father figure, but, like, a role model for sure. Yeah, so he's your little brother. Yeah. She's, your, he's, she's your little sister. He's your little brother. Right. Yeah, yeah for sure. And 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 um and it was just a good podcast. Like Caleb, saw, we talked about like real meaningful, heartfelt stuff, and and he told the story about his family, and I thought it was interesting. And and he, they both said some really cool things about you, and I think I might have even said something nice. <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's too bad you didn't get to hear it. Yeah, I was actually at Jason's, my friend Jason Evigan, who's been on this podcast a few times. Who's yeah. like this producer and. We were in the yurt. Oh man, I wish you would have came that night, but I didn't. I didn't even bother because I felt like you didn't. I'm not. I don't. I'm uncomfortable in social situations. <laughs> yeah, so I just yeah. let you chill. But we were in the yurt, and everyone was in there. And Jason kicked off the affirmation circle thing, and he's like, he kind of gave it up to. It started by him giving props to. They're, this girl that's helping them out, Joe, and then he... Um, that's the girl that's always there now? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and then, like, I don't know, we kind of started talking about, like, Victoria and her strength to be able to, like, host something like that with, like, a, you know, couple-month-old baby. And there was mm. all these babies around. And their It's whole funny thing, they had a room full of babies. <laughs> their whole thing is, like, we don't want to let <clears throat> our friendships die just because we have kids, you know? Yeah. And then it somehow like it turned on me, bro. And there was like a lot of people in the yurt <clears throat> and like um Shelby or Kelsey turned it on me and she was like, "Yeah, and it's just so cool what Pat is doing and you know, you see see how he lives lives his life, you know, and being transparent and you know, just trying to like contribute to the, I, the people always talk about like he, me helping people, but it's not even really so much about that as it is just like speaking my truth so that others can relate, which I think is also helping, but I'm not like, I'm going to help people. That's not like what the thing is. It's just like, <coughs> I think you're not on a mission to, to help. You're on a mission to be heard. <coughs> Um, yeah, but in who's hopes. Kelsey? Who's Kelsey? 
Which one is that? You know the sisters, Kelsey and Shelby, the sisters? No, I don't. Damn it. Oh, well. Yeah. She, like, sings and... That's pretty uh, neat that they're keeping their friendships alive, though, even with all the babies. I thought it was kind of hilarious There's a, they had a room with a bunch of babies in there. It's crazy that I they, I see these dudes, and they've been friends since eighth grade. Yeah. Then you have Jason, who's like a producer you're like an influencer you've had a record deal too tim's doing his thing they're all doing their thing and they've all stayed so close yeah it's really neat i guess that's a kind of why i feel uncomfortable there too one is there's a socioeconomical thing and you can say whatever you want about that that is a huge divider because yeah, there's not, a lot of people there that aren't like yeah 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 i get uber it. successful also i get it and then the thing is <sighs> I know they're nice and loving and accepting. They're right. they're nice people. Yeah. But it's just I have always been really uncomfortable. Like how would you feel if you're just suddenly in a situation with a bunch of people that you kind of know and you have to talk and a lot of mm -hmm. them are drinking. Mhm. Mm and like on so it's and it's really nice that Victoria's goes out of her way to like include me because that yeah. does that does make it work, you know. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you just got to come like a couple more times, and then like you'll start to get to know people, and <clears throat> yeah. And, and it's then, a like, little weird, but the drugs and the alcohol and stuff, like you know. But like they're not really like this time. There really wasn't a lot of people. It was on mellow, drugs. but it was super still mellow. drinking yeah. a little bit and shit. Yeah. And then like fucking Skrillex showed up. Really? Oh, it's so dope. It was crazy. And like I was inside chilling and someone came in and was like, dude, Sonny just dropped his new single. It's like, what are you talking about? Is he DJing? And they're like, no, but he just like got up and like played his new song. <clears throat> and then I just kind of freaked out a little bit, you know? Did you get to hear it? Not really. Because it was a silent disco. So you had uh... to have your headphones on. <clears throat> but I mean, just so dope. I uh, I went outside and he was there. <clears throat> and he was chilling, and I I just I gotta be honest. I feel like every time I've like seen him or been around him, it it feels like he's driven by the same thing that used to drive me, which was like this like super big hole, you know, and like the need for validation and. I could be totally wrong and I could be totally off, but it just seemed like he wasn't like happy. Yeah. <clears throat> Which, um, but that's, that's like you kind of doing what I do, bro. Like, yeah, for sure. But I no, also, but like there's truth behind it. Like right. you have an intuition to know that kind of thing because yeah. you've done it. Yeah. You know? Also like the main mo motivator behind most successful artists, artists is that. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, he pioneered a whole. I know. I told Michaelis last night that he came and DJ, and he was like, "I just don't like care about that stuff anymore." And I was like, <laughs> "I get what you're saying. Neither do I. But I've almost gone a step further. I'm not like tripping on like the celebrity thing anymore. I'm like, this dude changed my life, mm -hmm. and he's a special guy. And I think it's cool that he's here." It's like different for me now, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and then also the whole Rufus Del Sol guys were there oh. all weekend. And those guys like... Wait, all of them? 
Yeah. All three of them? All three of them. It's oh, not just one with guy? With their kids. It's, no, it's three. Okay. And they were all there. And I talked to the singer, and he was, like, nice. And, like, I just keep thinking about, like, just how we listen to their stuff upstairs and just how much of a trip what they've done is and just how super chill and normal they are. And I get to hear, like, the inside scoop from Jason about, like, how picky they are and we got to hear some new songs and it was just like really cool and That's then sam song. got to play his single i like brought sam into the studio it was like he was like tripping dude i was like yeah send us your song and he got to play it for jason and it was like <clears throat> it was cool it was a it was a cool I that's mean, crazy um yeah what's so crazy to me there? is you were like at a party with skrillex and rufus and yeah. You were thinking about how we play that at Graceland. You know what I mean? There's so many people that would just want to be there and that's it. You know what I mean? But you like thought about this place. Well, yeah, I'm always thinking about this place and I'm always talking about this. This What we do here was like the thing that I just talked about when everyone, because everyone that comes up to me is like, what are you doing? What's new? And I'm like, well, got this house and this is how it works. And people are really interested in like the structure part of it because most people don't understand yeah like what we do here <clears throat> a lot of people don't understand addiction though yeah they're like oh that's crazy you're helping people and let's hear your story and it's like to us it's like it's not even really about all that it's just about like living in the moment living your life and trying to help like not trying to help other people but just like coexisting with other people and through that you help them yeah. it's a little more than that we actually need the other people yeah we, yeah we're if we we can't survive without them really yeah. so it's it's almost a selfish selfless act because uh -huh. we need it yeah dude every time i go to iop i have to explain the structure really to, to people like today we on mondays we have this men's group in the mornings and I had left for my therapy session, came back, and Carter and Andrew were talking about, like, words or something. <clears throat> and some of the guys were like, that's insane. They're like, we have beds at Texas House if you want to come over here. Mm -hmm. And they're like, that, that just seems like diet jail. And I was like, well, you know, like, if we worked as hard to get sober and stay sober as we did, like, to get drugs, get fucked up cheat lie all that then i mean you're gonna be golden if you work that hard i mean we're not getting anything out of it like i mean like one way i would if anyone's questioning it like you might ask them like they're not if anything the fact that we have this structure if anything it makes it harder for us to to make money and to keep people in the house. It's like, we're not doing it for profit reasons. We're doing it because it works. So it's like, you can't really, nobody can really talk shit because it's like, why would we go out of our way to implement a structure that would make it harder for people to want to stay in the sober living? Right. <laughs> like, why would we do that? It's not for us. Does that make sense? It's for you guys. Like it's. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, but they're, they're they're just saying, they're just. Are they trying to say that it like is unnecessary? Basically, yeah. Right. 
Yeah. So yeah, that proves your point. And even when I talked to like the case manager there, um, he's like, "Yeah, Graceland's probably one of the best houses in the area." Right. Just because of the accountability and the level of like structure that we have here. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna do the deal, if you're gonna go to a sober living and spend a year of your life changing and getting better. Might as well get the most out of it. You might as well do it like all the way. You might as well get balls to the walls. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you want to practice, you know, if you want to get good at a a sport or a craft, like you have to practice it really, really hard. So that's what we're doing here. We're practicing life, communication, pull ups, accountability, chores, like monitor, like job, like we're getting, we're, we're getting jobs in the house. So we can get good at like <clears throat> failing and growing so that when we get out and have jobs, we know what to do. I wish Shane was here. Why? I was talking about this with him for like the past two days. Bring him down. All right. You grab him? Yeah. <clears throat> it's like so time to have Shane on. Yeah. That kid's, that kid's yeah. fucking special, bro. Oh my Plus, god! And also, how is he, he affected by this? Because he seems almost relieved. He, he seems he more is. open than he, he got, was. He got he, the Rudy spell was casted upon him, Hard. and now it's broken. Well, now because now he sees that it's just a part of her pattern. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, shit. Yeah, we should have him on next time, though. For sure, bro. That kid's... He went to late night? Yep. Ah, fuck. Is she gonna... Yeah, but is she gonna be there? Mm Hmm? I don't think he cares. I know, but, like, is she gonna be there? It's gonna be weird. Dude, he's so over it. The talk that we had today, he's, uh... No, but it's just, like... Everyone knows that we're on non-com, obviously. Yeah, I don't I think he saw like the. This all put it into into like perspective for him. I think it was really good for him. Um, how do you deal with that though? Like as a person, I don't fucking know. No, I'm saying all of us, dude. Not just Shane. Like, we just get so involved with each other's lives, and someone just like decides to leave and. That's what the structure does, I feel like. Like, if all the shit we've been through together, I feel like the only thing that held us together was the structure because we weren't able to, like, take control ourselves. It all went back to that. Mm. And it, like, kind of guided us. In a way, it's like Mm -hmm. God guiding us. I like that, the structure. Because even with this meeting, without the structure, it's just not the same. You don't get the same out of it. Exactly. It's like... I mean, and this is something that's been curated over the past 50 years this structure getting like dope fiends sober and like well it's working with medicine (laughs) yeah it's working with everybody in its own way like like madison goes over she does like too much and like you know we have to have her do less. That's how the structure affects her. 
Hmm. Whatever you need to work on is what you're going to work on. Hmm. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. And it's tough. Whereas with somebody like Johnny, it's making him do more and do more like the right way. Whereas with Madison, we're like, yo, do less. You know? Hmm. It works for us as a staff too, though. You know? I can see where Madison's coming from, though. It's oh, like for a, sure. You're, like, very similar to her in some sense, in a lot of ways. But you don't have as much gas. I mean, she just, like, <laughs> never runs out of yeah, gas. Yeah, no, I don't know how. Like, you go from, like, going really, really hard and doing a lot to, like, you have, like, you're more, you have, like, more of, like, the artist's drive. Like, the artist like has like drive and then like we like recoil into like this weird depression we have to like recharge and then we go back up and we and then like the the goal for us is to find like more of that middle ground you know yeah <clears throat> she just, she's just on fire all day long all dude and night <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't think she sleeps <laughs> no one has seen it <laughs> wow ask gracie that question hmm <laughs> But yeah, um, I think Madison is coming from a place of like being very grateful for this place and her sobriety and the people here. I think that's why she does a lot is because she feels like we've talked about this actually, because um, she feels almost like in debt almost. So yeah, because she, she hasn't paid the full, you know, rent so. <laughs> I'm not even talking about like money though. I'm talking yeah. about just well. Like, she she feels the magic, yeah. She, and there is a magic, and it, it's intoxicating. She's a she's a dope person. Yeah, she is. Well, we're just talking to her for the first time before the podcast, and I do seem she seems really grateful. And I think after the Mexico Can thing, bring her down here. Yeah, thank you so much, Caleb. And she's been through this several times. It's not her yeah. first run. Yeah. Yeah. And she OD'd several times. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, we got to get her GoFundMe. Well, with energy <clears throat> like that, man, I hope she kind of like her to like be working on my business or something, just keeping it going. Boom, 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 boom. Some people just are, they, they just have so much energy. I do not. Yeah. I, yeah. Do not. I mean, that might be something. That might be something that, that, that she could help you with at some point. How do you know? You know me so well. Are you guys hungry too? <laughs> a little bit. I'm like dying to eat some. Hey, Gracie. Man, a little turkey. We got to get that GoFundMe. Oh, oh gosh, Greg was here today. I, yeah. Just have him like, yeah, get on that. And I was wondering if I can like invest ten bucks to maybe like boost it one more time. You know, market it one more. Okay. Mm. Why was your shirt backwards? <laughs> Because I moved too fast. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. I've been. <laughs> I had just gone in the jacuzzi. Oh. I'm nervous. And pull that mic like close to your mouth. Yeah. So who are you? 
My name's Madison. I am an alcoholic. How many places have you been to? Um, about five different rehabs and about three different sober livings. <clears throat> How are you doing with Rudy leaving? Can I have some of that? Um, at first I was mad. It's kind of like grieving. You know, the stages of grieving. You get mad. Then you get sad. Then you get mad again. Right. <laughs> and then and then I just like have to hold space for her and um Dude, you know what? I you know what this is you know what this is reminding me of, like Caleb? It's like the structure like it doesn't just work when you're in that like walking through this like loss, like watching someone leave is also a part of the structure. Mm. And it's also teaching us how to deal with that stuff in a safe place. Because in the world, these are, these are things that are going to happen. Yep. And we're going to have to feel these feelings and process them. So I'm just realizing how like everything from somebody leaving to somebody coming in and us trying to convince them to stay to somebody relapsing to... <clears throat> the the relationship it's all a part of if you know how it's all like learning experience and it's all giving us tools to like stay sober and walk through life and shit yeah totally i mean <clears throat> rudy was a big crutch of mine here like that was um a woman in the house that i was getting close to um it's really hard for me to get really close to girls um, and I, I did lean on her a lot for support and, um, oh, and then, um, yeah, it just, um, I guess like the biggest part that hurts is like, I didn't get to say goodbye to her today. I know it's her birthday. I like, I had plans to like buy her a cake and get her a present. I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> what would that been? But, you know, um, I just have to pray for her and, um definitely miss her but I, I i can't even be mad at it anymore i've done it so i understand she's just gonna have to learn on her own to that level though yeah to that level <laughs> i've definitely i have left a treatment facility with well, a guy from another <clears throat> facility well I, I mean like her life was so intertwined with this place yeah, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I've, I've I've done that. That's what we do. We blow up. We make one decision that has all these other effects to our life, and we're and that's just like alcoholism. Like for me, in my last sober living, like I was working for them. I was so intertwined with them, and my whole community was there. And I just <clears throat> I left all of it. Yeah. <clears throat> so I can't be mad at. I mean. I can't be mad at her about it. I've done it. So I get it. And me being upset, mad and sad, that's my own selfishness because I don't have her for, for me in this house. So I'm learning to lose. <laughs> Just learning to lose. No, but for real, and it's like Pat said, <sighs> you, this structure helps us with that where even even without Rudy, I mean, you know, you think about like Jose, Louie, all those other people that's left, it it definitely 
create some loss in the house, you know, like you feel the, that presence not being here anymore. Oh man. Mm. Damn. So <laughs> you're going to make, you're going to make them cry. So w- 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 what is it? Why do you like stay and go so hard and have so much gratitude for like this particular house? Like I'm, Wondering what it is specifically. Well, I think I really came in with like the gift of desperation. Like I know this is the last house on the block for me. Like I just know it. So you're just doing the deal and you would be doing the deal wherever you were at. Cause you're just done. Well, I'm not doing the deal. God's doing the deal for me because I couldn't do like I I couldn't like I don't know how to I didn't want to do the deal anywhere else but Graceland and I can't give you an explanation why I think I know why because you love us and you show up for the people you love yeah but this is what I'm I'm, this is before I came to the house like what brought me here right and like it and it wasn't it wasn't me it was something greater than myself like something God brought me like I I truly believe yeah but I want you to be honest because you I mean, what else? I mean, so you saw something online and you were, you had already made up your mind. Like, this is what I really want to do or. Yeah. I, I, again, like I, for some reason I was, I was loaded. I was high as hell. And I was telling my family, like, this is the only place I'll go get help. Like I've done everything, every other avenue of treatment from Ibogaine, from the implant, from Suboxone, from inpatient, from outpatient, all of it. And I wasn't willing to go into any facility other than Graceland. Uh, and why? I I don't. I again. I don't know what the I, energy. I feel you. I feel you. I don't think I did this at all. It was divine. You yeah. Know? And, and you some don't think you did what? Got sober or did anything in my life that I've done since then? Wasn't really me. Mm. That's how I feel. I mean. Maybe it's wacky, but that's how I feel. Well, that's how I feel about getting here. I mean, <clears throat> this is like a dream. To me, it's like a a dream come true to be where I'm at. And I'm just saying gratitude over so, it. So does some of it have to do with like the house and like how nice it is and like the location? It's like a mix of everything. Yeah. Like how can I not be appreciative and like love where, where, where I'm at? I'm, com- I'm beyond comfortable, but... I think he's talking about the attraction before you came here. Was it the was it the house or was it no, the it message was, or it was definitely Pat and like but, TikTok for sure. Okay, cool. So what he was like, saying, yeah, on that's TikTok. okay. That's kind of what I w- what I wanted. I mean, I want you to be honest. It's it was obviously, yeah, obviously the people that that have, that have found this place through social media have either heard something I said or resonated with something I said or how I said it or whatever. And that not now that you're now that you've been here, I feel like I just want to hear from you about like, cause when I went to Liberty house, like I saw what they were doing and it was like almost magic to me and it was mm. intoxicating. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so gnarly. And it was like, I loved it. <clears throat> 
And I'm just wondering if there's anything about that, or do you just kind of like trust the process and just write the words so you can like be a part of the house? I don't know. No, well, you know, the way you just described the way you felt about Liberty House, <clears throat> that's how you made sobriety and recovery look for me, like right. online. Like you made it look like, and Danielle and Mikey, you guys made sobriety look cool. You guys made me like have like some kind of hope that like, damn, like that's how I want to be in my sobriety. Like I want to be with a group of people that are just like rad like that. And you made it look fun. So then that draw, cause I didn't know what the, what Graceland was going to be like. I didn't know I was going to be writing words and getting strikes. I, I didn't know anything like, about the structure. When I saw Pat's TikTok, like before I even thought about ever working here, I was like, damn, this dude gets it. Really? Yeah. Huh? Like you're about to do a podcast and you were talking about sobriety and you were like, I'm about to open up a sober living and it's going to be like this and it's going to be based off this and like you're going to have accountability, uh-huh. you know, like you're not going to do whatever you want. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. I was right. like, this guy gets it. I was like, I've been like, it, people have been spoon feeding this shit online and in the rooms for a while now and they just don't go hard. Right. They're not real. Mm. Yeah, I don't think it's hard. I think it's real that we're yeah. looking for. It's, you know, totally. whatever that is exactly. Well, yeah, I didn't like. I I didn't hear too much about the structure and what it was. More of like the attraction to like Pat's message, and you know, I um, I think also I had just kind of like Grab this that cable. Like enter like connection because sure like I had um too. I had spoke at a meeting that he the was cable. speaking at That's and so I was I was just really going through it and um <clears throat> it was the first time like I even went into like an AA meeting since I had relapsed since my grandpa was like really sick I just gotten out of rehab and it was like I had gone to rehab because I had relapsed after my clean time from Mexico and all that. And I put, I entered treatment again. And when I got out, I relapsed within a couple of days. I couldn't. And I just kept beating myself up for that. And then Pat's meeting, the primetime meeting, was my first AA meeting in months. This was in Zoom or in person? Zoom. It was in, it was in August. And I remember um, I was high as a kayak. I had just gone loaded after seeing, like, my grandpa. Grandpa had... um parkinson's for like 17 years and he was really really sick and um i couldn't cope the minute i when the minute i got back after seeing him i i picked up and i was so upset with myself since i just checked myself into rehab i just completed a program and i just like couldn't couldn't grasp like how i just slipped up that easily Mm mm-hmm and then um, jumping on that meeting was like, I heard I heard a message, and it wasn't even from Pat. I mean, I heard a message from Pat, but what it did for me was it gained my sponsor, who I still have today, Hillary, who reached out to me. And was she at that meeting too? She was, yeah, she was the secretary. So she had asked Pat to speak, and she helped me through a lot. Like she, helped, I got sober again, went into sober living, and worked some steps with her. So she asked Pat to speak after Astrid kind of like did her thing. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why when she shared in the meeting, it was so cool for me because everyone in the meeting got to see 
how social media can help people. I always like when that happens because I feel like people in the rooms need to like understand how important it is. We know that you believe strongly in social media. But that's what she, (laughs) that was the first time it ever happened. Mm. And she was like crying and authentic and genuine and like I'm here trying to get sober and shit, you know. And so why do you identify as an alcoholic? Do you go to NA meetings too? Yeah, actually I was, um, yeah, I, I, but for some reason I've always worked the, I've gone to both meetings, but I've always been more attracted to the work of AA. So I've always like wanted to, <laughs> last time I was in the program, I would, I was going through the big book with a sponsor and my goal was to get through AA and then also try the NA book and go through the, that's those steps. Once I was done with AA steps. Same here. I don't know. And I, I, I tried them all, but just AA seemed to have the like most distilled message or something or the strongest, the realest people, realest people. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, they're all, uh, all the other ones are just offshoots and like fragments and like AA is like everyone can go there, you mm. know? Hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, and I mean, I just I go into those NA meetings with an open mind. I'm just there to like hear <laughs> hear a message and just be with the fellowship. But it wasn't until I came to Graceland where I learned what the program was all about in terms of I don't need I don't Gracie. need to get through my steps Gracie. to start being of service. Hey. And that has been the key I think this time around for me. Because I was always like, "Oh, get your own house in order." And so I guess I put that aside of being of service and just was so selfish and doing things for myself, like going to meetings for more social reasons. Mm. <laughs> like it wasn't. So you somehow got the service bug. Totally. Yeah, she got it. Too much. So, so much so good. I need to like. You need to calm down a little bit. Huh? I need <laughs> to take you, care of Madison. How do you feel about missing out on Costco today? <laughs> Actually, you know how much growth there's been? I was at first, because I do, I'm a control freak. Dude, I need to go to Costco. Not Madison. (laughs) But we, you know what? It was at at first, I was like kind of bitter about it. I was like, damn, like felt left out. (laughs) They excluded you because you do too much? No, I actually had a sponsor meeting. I went to to Hillary's house today. It was just convenient. I like Hillary. She's good, huh? So amazing. She's um, and the beautiful part about working with Hillary and like what's happened here for me at Graceland. So I've always I met Hillary through Zoom. So we only communicated through Zoom and the phone. And it wasn't until I came to Graceland that I actually like she came in person. and I met her face to face. Mm. And that was like I'm like getting emotional thinking about that. Like Mm. it was so you guys have a good relationship, huh? Yeah, we really yeah. I love I love her a lot. She she was with me through like the death of like my grandpa this year and just a lot, you know, like you oh. know, from me being sober to relapsing things. So she was your sponsor from that meeting on? Yeah. The Zoom meeting? Mm-hmm. You asked her there? She called me. Oh. <laughs> she called me and um I think she offered to be my sponsor, she asked me if I had a sponsor and at the time my sponsor kind of um was she wasn't answering my calls? Oh. She knew I went out. So I see. So she saw you were in a lot of pain, and she reached out. Mm-hmm. Okay, totally. Well, that's nice. Yeah, she's a <laughs> she is a great lady. 
she um she's just like me so she can call me out on my on my shit <laughs> and she doesn't take it easy she keeps me accountable and um yeah she used to come to these what kind i kind of miss her presence but oh well well, I used to watch you guys when you first started Sermon on the Mount, like when it was like on Twitch, and like I know how much of a bummer is that that we can't stream that meeting anymore. Well, the fifteenth, we don't have to wear a mask anymore. That's like two one days more away. hour. I mean, I was just like someone just messaged me. Yeah, Matt's me. always asking too. He used to like to watch it. Yeah, so they have like a thousand views. Someone messaged me today, like I'm listening to episode three. Dude, look, look at this fucking message I got today, bro. It's like Damn, the first what time I've ever seen on. Madison. Pat, I started watching <sighs> your Sermon on the Mount meeting. Nervous. I'm on your third meeting, and let me tell you, I am so inspired by your people, and I haven't taken getting my life back so seriously until now. I am really taking your guys' words to heart, and I've never really done this before. Mm. I'm actually putting in the work and journaling these thoughts and words from you guys. I just wanted to say thank you. You're really doing something here, and it's amazing. Love and light. Mm. So, like, I get that message, and my mind immediately goes to, oh, it's just one person. I want it to be a thousand. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, they can That's only want be, it to one be a person. Because <laughs> my mind goes like, really? What do you mean, really? Like, us? That was the fucking vision from the <laughs> gate. It, like like what, I already knew. Well, I thought maybe we could help people. But. I knew this was something profound, and I knew that nobody else would want to like share it on like a big social media level. Hmm. And then if even if they did want to, they wouldn't know how. Yeah. And even but if it, they knew how, no one would be watching. It makes sense though, because everybody who's there just about who shares shares about their experience, and like there's all kinds of years and years of trial and error and and shit like spoken at these meetings you know so good for that guy journaling it i girl. think that's awesome yeah what trips me out is that girl girl you read it what do you mean i can't tell you how many times i've like reached out to like somebody on instagram or like an influencer and i've been like dude like i fuck with you like really heavy and right like, what you do like kind of changed my life Mm. And then it's just like crickets. Yeah, one out of ten says you're probably never going to – I don't even know why they write that. But they always write that. You're probably (laughs) never going to read this. You're probably never going to read this. I'm not really at that level yet where I'm getting so many that I can't even respond. Well, you responded to mine. Like Mm. before that meeting I jumped on, I (laughs) I wrote you. I recently saw it. Also, I think that like, if you've been trying to do this for as long as I have, and you've gotten it, and then you've lost it, and then you have to try to build it up again, like you appreciate it and you're grateful for it. So like, some of these people they get it real quick and they don't appreciate it and they don't like really care about the fan. They don't understand that the people that are reaching out to them are like, that's like why they started. Like, so for when in hyper, I didn't respond to anybody. In Hyper Crush. I didn't give a fuck. Ange did all of it. She's like, I don't know. She has a heart of gold, you know? Yeah. And she would like talk to all the fans. Like, I would like talk to fans about sobriety sometimes after shows and stuff, but I never really cared. And I, ha- I got way more messages. Or maybe not anymore. I'm, I'm catching. I'm, but, but the point is, is that like I didn't really. 
understand how awesome that was. Yeah. When I had it, you know? And then I lost it and then this and then tried to build it back up for a long time with Ridge and it didn't really catch and then finally started catching, so now I'm like But also like if you're telling someone like, Oh, you love them because they surf or because they're funny. It's different. Like these are people talking about trying to change their life. And like yeah. going from like a really, really horrible place to like a good place. So it's like it's like a important it's like meaningful like thing. Yeah. So yeah. You, you can focus on a lot at once. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. <laughs> but like that's where you come in. I feel like I'm very similar to Pat in that sense where I can do a lot, but it's hard for me to just focus on one thing. And that's where you come into play in helping me uh. be able to be like Madison slow down just do this thing or you tell me actually just don't do anything at all right now <laughs> like go do something for yourself yeah yeah i'm just trying to keep up with you guys um so you don't ever run out of energy um no I I don't. Um, they used to call me the Energizer Bunny on the soccer field. I'm really? Good. Yeah. And basketball court. I was a big athlete. I used to <laughs> coach would throw me in and be like, "You're going to play all four quarters," because um, we had a really small team. But I was just always. I've always been really hyper and energized, and I think I get that from my Hispanic side. I have a. 83-year-old grandpa who doesn't stop either. <laughs> Guy keeps going. Wait a minute. So you just don't get tired. I get... I, I but get, you'll just go even if you're tired. Yeah. I, um... I don't know. I just, uh... I, I naturally have a lot of energy. And, um... Have you ever put all the energy into, like, something... Besides sports? Mm, men and drugs. <laughs> oh. Well, actually work. I, I've always been a really good like workhorse. I've done really well in any employment that I had, which was the restaurant industry. And the restaurant industry, it's very fast-paced. It's like mm. organized chaos mm -hmm. there. <clears throat> and I tend to thrive in that, like bartending, mm. high-volume bartending and high volume tables and all that I, I thrive in I thrive in the chaos mm. <laughs> um, so it's actually very hard for me to slow down I tend to I feel like I tend to make more mistakes when I slow down hmm. it's weird mm -hmm. I don't yeah so I'm practicing right now how to slow down and pay attention and get it done mm. right you're practicing to slow down yeah mm -hmm. that contrary action because i'm always moving really fast and um i think i think in my head i think i'm getting a lot of things done but really it's just Will you open that door over there? <clears throat> the air out I, know, I think i'm doing like half 
half measures and everything. But I could, if I slowed down, I could probably do the job a lot better. Like, just turn out the lights in here. But I don't know. Let's. Like, just I turn I these lights out. When I was bartending, I had to teach myself how to slow down in the craziness. I don't want the bugs to fly. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I the, have to do that because of the Meniere's. Turn off the TV too. Like the the vertigo and shit. Mm. Like the whole world can be spinning, and I just have to focus and do the next how step. How chill is it down here? Survive. I'd probably drive you Isn't nuts. Like the so best down here. Someone like yeah. me would drive you it's nuts. Like I, I drive him a little bit crazy sometimes because you go so slow. Because I'm slow, dude. It's really mm-hmm. crazy. I leave here at night. He leaves before me. Yeah, but I see him just sitting in his car down there. <laughs> I let my car warm up. It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's, you're supposed to car. do that. You, you, it's, it's not good right? for the engine. It's not fucking 1975. Yes, it is. <laughs> Your car doesn't need to warm up, bro. It's like an. It's like a fucking. You have a Kia, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like what? I don't. Yeah. Do you think that you laugh sometimes, like nervously? Oh, totally. That's something we need. To, you should work on. It's also like Check a, it out. a defense mechanism. Yeah. Like you don't need to do that. I don't. No. Check me out. Okay. No, I mean we can just be. Okay. Like real. You can just be real with people. Like you don't need to laugh because you feel like it'll make you more accepted. Hmm. You're like amazing and you don't need to pretend like you don't need to do shit. Plus I got the joke without the laugh. I got it. You can just be (laughs) yourself. But if you want (laughs) to laugh, laugh. I think you obviously have this kind of laughing you're a happy person who laughs, which is awesome. But I just notice certain similarities in you that I have. I have some friends who are like that too. And sometimes they laugh and it's uncomfortable. I'm like, Oh, this fool's like just forcing the laugh and it's not necessary. And it's like, it actually does the opposite. It has the opposite effect that mm. you want it to have on people. And the only reason I'm even saying, I would normally not tell my friends this because they're not in an environment like Graceland. But since you're here, we should be helping you see all the stuff and be the most real and the most confident Totally. You know that. <laughs> you know, I'm like now. I'm like. Oh. No, you don't no, but even it's need a- to be conscious of it. You just need to know when it's authentic, and when it's not, you don't need to do it. Hmm. You know. Yeah. So basically, like we're going to harden you. Yeah. Wait, like I, I kind of got a little like mad right now. I was like, Yeah. Pushing. I was like, What's going on in her head? Is she is like <laughs> she no. going fuck that or you know what that uh, reminds me of? He's like like. Has a bunch of advice that's really good that you would never think of. I remember being at a Gordelli one time and he was ordering and I was like looking at him and he was like, Woody, don't look at people when they order. It's, <laughs> he was like he was like, it's awkward. I was like, Oh shit. Yeah, that's not super on, but I I, I've, I have given you advice to be more real on social media. Yeah, um, that's and true. I just think that's the goal for, for me. That's if there's one overall message I'm trying to transmit, it's just be it's real. It's funny watching him try to do a TikTok. It's yeah, painful. He, he's it's painful. For he's me. like blocked. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like you don't yeah. like you're no, trying to come just, up with something. The They're both the same. They're insecure. We're all insecure. But they have levels of it that I think you guys can work through that. You just have to just be 
your authentic self all the time. And then when you put that stuff out there to the world and you realize that like, it's okay. The more you do that, the more you don't try to be something you're not and you just be yourself, the, the easier it will get. I just trip out on it, dude, because like you guys are so good at it that when I'm doing it, I'm like comparing myself to everybody. Does that make sense? I'm like, not like who you're comparing to Pat? Yeah, dude. When I like, even when I watched that episode, bro, like I watched everybody on the episode, I was like, whoa, dude, like I, I could never do that. What do you mean? Yeah, you can. Like I saw like even Tim, you know what I mean? And he got like 30 seconds and I was like, dude, that guy's like killing it. No, dude, your feedback is super on and you're, yeah. you're doing it right now. You've been doing it it's this whole like, time. We're it's all you there. And you're talking for the past two hours almost. Yeah, but when like when you're holding the camera, I'm like. Yeah, it is hard. And when I first started doing it, it was awkward for me too. I was like very aware of like what I was doing and it's even harder when other people are watching you because you know, they're watching you like do it and they're like, they probably have an opinion about it. Like yeah. I'll be walking through a crowd of people these days and I'm like talking about where, where I'm and I'll see them looking at me and I'll see them noticing that right, I'm, I'm going to try this cause and they just trip out. It. So yeah. Like, and it's just like, oh, yeah, can bro. I film everybody here? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, okay. Yeah. But it's not Just making sure. I don't know. There's all like, these rules now. No, it's not, of course, because there are certain people that we want to like be careful. We, okay, we, so this is how you do a TikTok. What do you mean, fool? You already know how to do a TikTok. You've been doing it for like a year now. But like you're fully filming the fucking yeah, mic but- table. <laughs> See, I don't care. I just don't really give a shit. And what? I'm going to post it. And we're doing the Learning the Loose podcast. Yeah, no, you, you give a Madison. shit. This is Madison. She's in the house. You give a Stop. shit. We all give a shit, but not like so much to where we're going to like have to redo it five times. Mm. Yeah, that's true. But I'll, even if I have pimples on my face and sleep in my eyes, I'll still post it. Yeah, that's just what, whatever. Nobody like, cares. Nobody cares. Yeah, I feel like more people should be like that. It's and true. No one really gives look a at shit. Woody's face. I was like He's thinking like, about doing it. I'm like, do what am I gonna do say? Just don't, don't think about well, it. Just well, 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 yeah, do one. Yeah, so learning to lose podcast with Pat. But now we see the Billy, mic. <laughs> Madison. Yeah, and we're we're talking about like how to be authentic online and not overthink how you look and what you're saying and how you're acting. Because that's something Woody does a lot. Yeah, so when I make a TikTok, usually I'll make it five times. And the first one I'm not satisfied with, but I'll make five more. And they keep getting worse every time I try to change myself every single time. That's look perfect. At the, look into the camera. Plus, he kind of freezes up, too. He freezes up. He'll like get ready, and then he's like, that's it. Sam that's- did that, too, though, the first couple times I made one with him. But that's another thing. is like you got to stop it when, you, when you're done. Yeah, so that's yeah. like you don't ever, seconds, right? you don't really want to go past 30. 30 sets. That's honestly. true. I lose it unless it engages me right away, especially when you're TikTok and you're just like, if it doesn't pull me in like this, I'm going to sober it. Unless I'm mm. not, ti- if I'm tired, and I'm usually tired when I'm doing Am I still filming? <laughs> <laughs> but See, it's also I like, didn't even get my face in that one. Damn it. Who cares? Just post it. Who yeah, cares? just post it. It's your voice. It's your beautiful voice we all yeah, love. Yeah, that's the. But it's also part. like, I don't know, Pat said that we're learning how to be authentic online. That's one part of it. But it's also, for me, I struggle doing that in real life. 
without mm-hmm. cameras too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> that's true. Um, today with my sponsor, it's I hope that like what easier. I said. It's almost easier on the TikTok. I hope you heard what I said for what I tr- like the truth of what I said. What I'm basically saying is like you are good enough. You know what I'm saying? No, totally. And that's what I'm learning here at the house is like people tell me things. Pull up, I'm on a pull-up program. They're pulling me up to tell me things to help me, not yeah. to hurt me. And it's out of love. Yeah. And I might at first have a reaction to it, but that's because I'm I'm so used to it and my I'm just so selfish. I am closed-minded to it because I've been doing it for so long. But here I'm open-minded to changing it. Because I want to change and I know that about myself. So the fact that I even got a little like annoyed with it at first was just like, it's because I know it and it's the truth. So of course it pissed me off (laughs) because I didn't, you know, but Mm. I, it took me a second to just be like, I know that you're saying it out of love. It's almost like when you have, um, I bring, I'll tie it back into work. I used to have a crazy Sicilian boss who was so mean so mean and he would like put you down like people could not work for him he could only have his family members in the kitchen Mm. and i started working for him but in a work environment i was able to just be like okay it's business you know and like just and i was one of his best workers and he loved me because i could take it and Mm. i'd also listen to him and i would i didn't want to get yelled at again (laughs) so i would just fix the problem and same with sports sports has helped me with that you know when your coach is like extra hard on you my dad was my soccer coach for a little bit and I remember he wouldn't let me call him dad uh, while he was my coach. I had to call him coach mm. and I would be talking Madison, go run four laps. And I was like, but what about the other girl? You know? And it was, he was being extra tough on me and like telling me things to, cause my, of course my dad loves me. You know, he just wants me to be a better athlete. So they're going to go harder on you. And it's not even hard. It's like, it's that tough love. And, I'm learning. I'm learning that here. I would love to see you without the laugh for a whole day. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a challenge. But Wow, that's crazy. See, that's the type of shit we'll do here is like put someone on that kind of a program. Just to no like, laughing program. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I said that. No, I mean, <laughs> I don't think she needs it. I think she just needs to know that like. No, but I do. I do. I feel like it's more authentic without the laugh. Well, I mean, it's not about without sorry. the laugh. I'm sorry. Don't feel... be sorry. No, it's, it's okay. It's, it's not about without the laugh. It's about the laugh when it's appropriate. And then, like, stopping the laugh. Like, so she'll, like, laugh, I feel like. And then she'll get, like, uncomfortable while she's laughing and mm-hmm. laugh more to make it more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Right? That's kind of what I've. Like there's a little totally. extra laugh. There's a little yeah, extra yeah, yeah, laugh yeah. because <laughs> she's already and it, it, it's like what I do when I'm like telling someone something and I'm it's like you start digging a hole and then you just keep digging it more and more and more and more mm. and you're like making it worse. The I more feel like talk, that with with Paul today. Exactly. I was like trying to dig out of the hole, but it wasn't working. No, at all. he was digging the hole. Oh, well, we were both digging. No, something. no, he kept digging that's his laughing yeah getting angry yeah he just kept digging it and getting madder and madder and he wouldn't back down and there was nothing anyone could do or say to get him to back down 
alcoholism at its, its finest. Yeah. It's uh, it's pride, hundred percent. Mm. So when you took him outside, did he back down immediately? Yeah, what? pretty much. I was just kind of like. Not immediately. It took a minute. But I was just like, bro, he's trying to like uphold the rules. And he's like, yeah, but these people. And I'm like, bro, are you supposed to be talking about other people? So because they're not doing it, it makes it okay for you not to do it? He's like, no. I should be looking at my part. And I'm like, yeah, your part was that you weren't raising your fucking hand. That's it. It's that simple. And he was like, yeah, I know. You think he'd get like in his head and like maybe not come back yeah that's what i was hoping doesn't happen no he'll come back no he's got balls yeah but, but i mean i could see how you'd start to feel after you had a week to think about it you'd feel uncomfortable well yeah he definitely is like it's gonna be like challenging a yeah. little bit for him to come back but i think he will yeah he does he doesn't like know how to. The funny thing is, though, he's like, I always oh, talk the message. I'm like, dude, you're not taught. You're doing the opposite of the message right now. Right. He's like, no, it's the message. I'm thinking. And, and that's the thing about like when he has an answer, like to Wickham's question, for example, how do I, I feel like I have a, Wickham asked a question about how he said that he feels like he has a, natural inclination to go to the dark side. He said he's a cynic mm-hmm. and I can relate to that. Who, me or Paul? So this is, I can relate so. to that too. Wickham was saying that about who about himself. So um, earlier today in our meeting, Wickham was talking about how he's a natural cynic and he's a negative. He has a negative mind and he always makes the worst out of things. And I do that same thing. And what is that? That's selfishness and that's ego. That's me being afraid that I'm not going to get something that I want or I'm afraid I'm going to lose something I have. It's all coming from a place of selfishness and self-centeredness, that negative thinking. And if I'm only serving other people and like if I have humility and I'm only here to help others and be the blessing, then I don't really need to ever be upset. Right? Right, because it's not about you. You're right. not even part of it. Yeah, so. nothing's ever about me. It, or, I mean, it is, but it really shouldn't be. Yeah. I got to make a pee. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Thanks, guys. Love you all. Good night. Good night. <laughs>